0: Hello and welcome to episode one of the Sin Bin Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host. I am your commissioner. I am the 2015 regular season champion, Cody Carlicker. And what we're going to be talking about today is the best draft picks, the worst draft picks. Who had the best draft? Who had the worst draft? First and foremost, I think that it's a good idea to address why I'm doing this. and the reason the reason why I'm doing this is because I love fantasy football. Mike Awesome made a comment to me at the draft that I made the mistake of drunkenly saying that I wanted to take over the commissionership of this role or of this league. Uh, while at uh, Kevin's birthday party Cubs game last year, and I corrected him. I didn't think it was a mistake at all because I enjoy doing this stuff. I enjoy bringing people together. You know, frankly, and it may not be so much in this league since everybody's kind of in the same spot, but in a couple of the other leagues that I'm in, it's what keeps our friendship group together. Uh, we're all spread across the country, and... As guys, we don't do a very good job of just saying, hey, what's going on, man? Uh, But whenever fantasy football season comes around, that's the time that we get together and catch up on people's lives and talk shit and and have some fun. And that's what I hope to do with each and every one of you, um, and hopefully each and every one of you individually throughout this season. So my plan is to sit down with one member of the group each week, maybe multiple if we can swing it, and just talk fantasy football. Talk what happened in the past week. Talk waiver wire pickups. Talk status of the league. And just talk shit to each other. And that's why I'm doing this because I think it's going to be fun. And I hope that you guys enjoy it as well. You guys may not even listen to this podcast. It may just be for me. You might might make fun of me, but uh, I'm going to give this a shot. And I hope that you guys have fun as well. So so let's just jump right into this. The, the first thing I want to talk about is... Who had the best value picks? We just had this draft on Sunday. Uh, It was a great turnout. We had 9 out of the 12 guys from the league making it out there. Unfortunately... Everybody left right after the draft, which is super lame, except for me, Radio, Kevin, and obviously Awesome. Uh, but we can address that one-on-one later. So let's talk about some, some really good value picks. And and what I was looking at here is I wasn't necessarily looking at keepers because there's some folks that had some really good keepers. Uh, Jerome getting to lock in Tyler Lockett in the 13th round, that's really great. Obviously, Waloka probably had the best one with Nick Chubb in the 12th. I thought that getting... To keep deandre hopkins 24th overall was really awesome as well but what i wanted to look at here was who had a really good pick in the sixth round or later and a couple that i wanted to highlight here uh, kevin o'brien getting to take james washington in the 11th round that's the steelers number two wide receiver has always been successful so taking a shot there in the 11th round definitely not a bad idea uh, awesome, keeping or getting to have Justin Jackson in the 12th. Uh, he may be their, their main running back by the end of the year with this Melvin Gordon holdout thing. So getting him in the 12th round is a great grab. And then even Metzger grabbing Deion Lewis in the 15th round, second to last pick. He's going to have some value there with catches out of the backfield. There's still going to be a time split in Tennessee. So grabbing him for some running back depth isn't the worst thing in the world. But I think who had the best draft pick was probably, or the best value pick was probably Steve, grabbing Matt Breida in the eighth round. Uh, As of right now, Matt Breida is number one on the Niners depth chart for running back. So getting a starting running back for an offense that's expected to be high power and an offense that's expected to be playing from behind pretty frequently uh, is a great pick. As far as worst picks go, uh, there's a few on here that are completely baffling. Obviously, a lot of uh, Bob's draft board was a little bit questionable, uh, reaching to get the Bears' defense in the seventh round. Uh, Justice Hill, Chris Woloka, being in great position, to have a great draft going and grabbing Justice Hill in the ninth round when I've actually grabbed Justice Hill off a of free agency in a couple of leagues. So, I mean, you could have had people like you could have Jordan Howard there. You could have had Russell Wilson you could have had uh, a lot of different running backs, uh, but going Justice Hill, uh, I didn't necessarily agree with. Awesome. Picking Melvin gordon With his second pick, but in the third round, and who knows when Melvin Gordon's going to play. But I think the worst pick of the draft has to go to Jake Metzger. Picking Devontae Freeman, 11th overall, when Devontae Freeman is is going in the third round of most drafts. Devontae Freeman hasn't been healthy for the past... Three four years and using your first pick on somebody that's not a sure thing is a sure way, fire way to put you behind the eight ball in fantasy football. <clears throat> so then, leading or even though Metzger had the worst pick of the draft, I think overall his draft board isn't terrible. Having Travis Kelsey, uh, Julian Edelman, uh, Matt Ryan as a quarterback, uh, it's not it's not terrible. Uh, especially when you're looking at you know Bob's draft when he, dra- when he drafts the Bears 7th overall, when he picks Patrick Mahomes with a 3rd overall pick. Uh, going with Greg Zerline as a kicker in the ninth round. Um, even next to the new guy Cody. Keeping Greg Olsen in the 5th when Greg Olsen isn't being drafted in most leagues. Uh, picking Roethlisberger in the 8th round, even though it was an accident. Picking Hawkinson in the 10th, not picks that I would have done. Uh, but I think the person who had the worst draft this year, Mike Awesome. Picking Melvin Gordon in the third round with your second pick. Uh, Sure, that was shooting for the stars, but everybody knew at that point that this holdout thing wasn't going to be a short-term fix. Um, Your two starting running backs are Darius Geis and Rashad Penny. Darius Geis is in a Three man rotation. It looks like Rashad Penny isn't the starting running back in Seattle, so he shouldn't be the starting running back on your fantasy team. Uh, I thought Cooper Cup in the fourth round was a bit of a reach. I just felt like every or there was just a lot of reaches all up and down this board, uh, and you need some things to break your way in order to uh, stay relevant in fantasy this year. Uh, a couple of and finally we'll we'll go to the best draft. Uh, there's a couple of honorable mentions on here. I thought that Waloka, I mean, obviously he was in a great position having that extra second round pick, uh, but I think overall he had a pretty good draft. The only, uh, I mean, he's obviously he's starting with James Conner, uh, Nick Chubb, on Johnson as his running backs. Uh, the only qualms I had with, with his draft board was uh, Antonio Brown is a wild card. He's been crazy all offseason. He's been crazy his whole career. So, uh, and now we're look. he we may not even play the first game. He might be suspended. He might be fined. He might be even be cut, but that's one of your starting wide receivers. Uh, some of the depth questions too, I thought were a little bit, uh, a little bit odd. I mentioned justice Hill, uh, Kalen Bellage. I don't know if he's going to amount to anything. So I think that if there's an injury to anybody on his team, there's, there might be some question marks there. Um, but nevertheless, overall, a pretty good, a pretty good draft board, uh, pretty good team. Uh, he's going to be very formidable. I thought Ned also had a pretty good draft. I like Mark Ingram in the fourth round. I like Joe Mixon in the third um, as his keeper. He, his starting lineup looks pretty formidable. Uh, but I think Steve, Steve Grisbeck actually had the best draft. If you look at his starting lineup, he's got David Johnson, who's a top five running back. He's got Chris Carson, who's probably a top, or he's definitely a top twenty, arguably a top fifteen. His wide receivers is ODB and uh, Robert Woods, as well as Evan Ingram at tight end. No, there's no holes on his roster. I thought he did a very good job of filling that out completely. Not to mention what I what I said before, uh, Matt Breida, as well as picking up Carlos Hyde late, who maybe end up being the starting running back in in Houston. I think that Steve did a pretty good job. So with that being said, I uh, I hope that you guys all enjoyed the first episode of this podcast. I expect in future weeks things to go a little bit longer when I'm not going solo, when I'm able to bounce some ideas off of some of you, um, and also just have have general conversations. So, Uh, I hope you guys are excited for this. I'm excited for this. I hope that I can reach out to uh, each and every one of you and set some time aside uh, throughout this season to have some fun. So enjoy, and I'll talk to you next week. Hello and welcome to episode one of the Sin Bin Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host. I am your commissioner. I am the 2015 regular season champion, Cody Carlinger. And what we're going to be talking about today is the best draft picks, the worst draft picks. Who had the best draft? Who had the worst draft? But first and foremost, I think that it's a good idea to address why I'm doing this and the reason the reason why I'm doing this is because I love fantasy football. Mike Awesome made a comment to me at the draft that I made the mistake of drunkenly saying that I wanted to take over the commissionership of this role or of this league uh, while at uh, Kevin's birthday party Cubs game last year and I corrected him. I didn't think it was a mistake at all because I enjoy doing this stuff. I enjoy bringing people together. You know, frankly, and it may not be so much in this league since everybody's kind of in the same spot, but in a couple of the other leagues that I'm in, it's what keeps our friendship group together. Uh, we're all spread across the country, and as guys, we don't do a very good job of just saying, hey, what's going on, man? uh but whenever fantasy football season comes around that's the time that we get together and catch up on people's lives and talk shit and and have some fun and that's what i hope to do with each and every one of you um and hopefully each and every one of you individually throughout this season so my plan is to sit down with one member of the group each week maybe multiple if we can swing it and just talk fantasy football talk what happened in the past week talk waiver wire pickups talk status of the league and just talk shit to each other and that's why I'm doing this because I think it's going to be fun and I hope that you guys enjoy it as well you guys may not even listen to this podcast it may just be for me you might might make fun of me but uh, I'm going to give this a shot and I hope that you guys have fun as well so so let's just jump right into this the the first thing I want to talk about is who had the best value pick we just had this draft on Sunday Uh, It was a great turnout. We had 9 out of the 12 guys from the league making it out there. Unfortunately, everybody left right after the draft, which is super lame, except for me, Radio, Kevin, and obviously Awesome uh but we can address that one-on-one later so let's talk about some some really good value picks and and what i was looking at here is i wasn't necessarily looking at keepers because there's some folks that had some really good keepers uh jerome getting to lock in tyler lockett in the 13th round that's really great obviously waloka probably had the best one with nick chubb in the 12th i thought that getting to keep deandre hopkins 24th overall was really awesome as well but what i wanted to look at here was who had a really good pick in the sixth round or later? And a couple that I wanted to highlight here: uh, Kevin O'Brien getting to take James Washington in the eleventh round. That's a, I, the Steelers' number two wide receiver has always been successful, so taking a shot there in the eleventh round definitely not a bad idea. Uh, awesome, keeping or getting to have Justin Jackson in the twelfth. He may be their their main running back by the end of the year with this Melvin Gordon holdout thing. So getting him in the 12th round is a great grab. And then even Metzger grabbing Deion Lewis in the 15th round, second to last pick, he's gonna have some value there with catches out of the backfield. There's still gonna be a time split in Tennessee. So grabbing him for some running back depth isn't the worst thing in the world. But I think who had the best draft pick was probably or the best value pick was probably Steve, grabbing Matt Breida in the eighth round. Uh, As of right now, Matt Breida is number one on the Niners depth chart for running back. So getting a starting running back for an offense that's expected to be high power and an offense that is expected to be playing from behind pretty frequently uh, is a great pick. As far as worst picks go... Uh, there's a few on here that are completely baffling. Obviously, a lot of uh, Bob's draft board was a little bit questionable, uh, reaching to get the Bears' defense in the seventh round. Uh, Justice Hill, Chris Waloka, being in great position to have a great draft, going and grabbing Justice Hill in the ninth round, when I've actually grabbed Justice Hill off a of free agency in a couple of leagues. So, I mean, you could have had people like you could have jordan howard there you could have had russell wilson you could have had uh a lot of different running backs uh but going justice hill uh i didn't necessarily agree with awesome picking melvin gordon with his second pick but in the third round and who knows when melvin gordon's gonna play uh but i think the worst pick of the draft has to go to jake metzger picking Devonte freeman 11th overall when Devontae Freeman is going to is going in the third round of most drafts. Devontae Freeman hasn't been healthy for the past three, four years. And using your first pick on somebody that's not a sure thing is a sure way, fire way to put you behind the eight-ball in fantasy football. <clears throat> so then leading or even though Metzger had the worst pick of the draft, I think overall his draft board isn't terrible. Having Travis Kelsey uh, Julian Edelman, uh, Matt Ryan as a quarterback. Uh, it's not. It's not terrible, uh, especially when you're looking at you know Bob's draft when he when he drafts the Bears seventh overall when he picks Patrick Mahomes with a third overall pick, uh, going with Greg Zerline as a kicker in the ninth round. Um, even next to the new guy Cody, keeping Greg Olson in the fifth when Greg Olson isn't being drafted in most leagues, Uh, picking Roethlisberger in the eighth round, even though it was an accident, picking Hawkinson in the 10th, not picks that I would have done, Uh, but I think the person who had the worst draft this year, Mike Awesome, picking Melvin Gordon in the third round with your second pick, Uh, sure, that was shooting for the stars, but everybody knew at that point that this holdout thing wasn't going to be a short-term fix. Um, your two starting running backs are Darius Geis and Rashad Penny. Darius Geis is in a three-man rotation, it looks like. Rashad Penny isn't the starting running back in Seattle, so he shouldn't be the starting running back on your fantasy team. Uh, I thought Cooper Cup in the fourth round was a bit of a reach. I just felt like every, or there was just a lot of reaches all up and down this board, uh, and you need some things to break your way in order to uh, stay relevant in fantasy this year. Uh, a couple of... and. Finally, we'll, we'll go to the best draft. Uh, there's a couple of honorable mentions on here. I thought that Wiloka, I mean, obviously, he was in a great position having that extra second-round pick, uh, but I think overall he had a pretty good draft. The only—I uh, mean, he's obviously, he's starting with James Conner, uh, Nick Chubb, Carry-on Johnson as his running backs. Uh, the only qualms I had with, with his draft board was uh, Antonio Brown is a wild card. He's been crazy all offseason. He's been crazy his whole career. So, uh, and now we're look. He may not even play the first game. He might be suspended. He might be fined. He might be even be cut. But that's one of your starting wide receivers. Uh, Some of the depth questions too. I thought were a little bit uh, a little bit odd. I mentioned Justice Hill, uh, Kalen Bellage. I don't know if he's going to amount to anything. So I think that if there's an injury to anybody on his team, there's there might be some question marks there. but nevertheless, overall, a pretty good, a pretty good draft board, uh, pretty good team. Uh, he's going to be very formidable. I thought Ned also had a pretty good draft. I like Mark Ingram in the fourth round. I like Joe Mixon in the third um, as his keeper. He, his starting lineup looks pretty formidable. Uh, but I think Steve, Steve Grisbeck actually had the best draft. If you look at his starting lineup, he's got David Johnson, who's a top five running back. He's got Chris Carson, who's probably a top, or he's definitely a top 20, arguably a top 15. His wide receivers, is O.D. O.D.B. and uh, Robert Woods, as well as Evan Ingram at tight end. No, there's no holes on his roster. I thought he did a very good job of filling that out completely. Not to mention what I what I said before, uh, Matt Breida, as well as picking up Carlos Hyde late, who maybe end up being the starting running back in, in Houston. I think that Steve did a pretty good job. So, with that being said, I uh, I hope that you guys all enjoyed the first episode of this podcast. I expect in future weeks things to go a little bit longer when I'm not going solo, when I'm able to bounce some ideas off of some of you, um, and also just have have general conversation. So, uh, I hope you guys are excited for this. I'm excited for this. I hope that I can reach out to uh, each and every one of you and set some time aside. Uh, throughout this season to have some fun. So enjoy, and I'll talk to you next week.